The Dr. Ray Podcast is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio. Here's today's Manalog with Dr. Ray Burendi. Many years ago, I was on, okay, uh, not once, but multiple times on the Jerry Springer Show. Now, before you gasp and you say, Dr. Ray, you've sacrificed everything, wait a minute. In the early years of the Jerry Springer Show, he was pretty legitimate. He dealt with serious topics. He did not become a, a voyeur in in the sense that we have to look into other people's lives and their messed up decisions. No, no, no. And this, by the way, was the last time I was on his show because it went south. And I thought to myself, there's no way I'm going to be on a show like that that goes in that direction. I was called by the producers and they said, Ray, we're going to do a show on adolescence. Dealing with adolescence. Parents think the adolescents are really, really tough. And we want you and Jerry to kind of take the lead on this. Because I'd been on there for for several legitimate topics prior to that. Okay, I can do that. There was a lady on the show who had a master's degree in something. And she was bemoaning the fact that adolescents don't talk well. They talk according to their peers' rules and genetic, uh, and uh, uh, English ways and, and not proper English, slang, etc. And this, this was before cell phones when you didn't even spell out stuff. Okay, I'll do that. Now, at one point, I was Jerry or somebody in the audience asked me, what do, you, what do you do about disrespect from a teenager? Because, my gosh, they can be very disrespectful. And I gave a, my standard recommendation that, well, you can assign them a handwritten essay. Handwritten essay each and every time. The length decided by you. The woman that was the co-guest with me turned on me. She thought that was just a ridiculous, dumb idea. Archaic throwback, you Neanderthal. And she said to me, Do you have any children? She practically spit it out. Like, how can you possibly know what you're talking about if you don't have any children? Which is ridiculous in and of itself, the implication. Because that means you have to experience anything anybody else experiences to give them any kind of advice about anything. You want to be as messed up as they are when you're trying to give them advice? I said, yes. I have six. Now, at that point, now that was how many we had at the time. At that point, the audience turned on her. <laughs> they hooted and they whooped it up. That was, that was becoming their standard audience response at that point in the Jerry Springer show. She was not to be deterred. She turned around and she said, are any of them teenagers? And I said, no, no, not yet. And the audience then turned on me. <laughs> Hooping and hollering and everything. And she sat back very smug. Like, there, you see how dumb this guy is? He's giving advice because he doesn't even have any teenagers. You don't have to listen to him. She and the audience were operating out of an absolutely devastating, dumb myth that you have to have direct experience to be able to give anybody advice. 
When I was still an intern in grad school, I did a year's internship at a local Veterans Administration Hospital. I had to conduct a group. I had a group. Six, eight, ten guys in there. It was kind of... <laughs> I had a couple of groups, and one of them was a smoking cessation clinic. And my fellow intern would look in the window, <laughs> and he said, I really couldn't see anybody in there because of the fog from their cigarettes in your smoking cessation clinic. I said, yeah, I know. It's a little tougher to get them to stop than I thought. And this particular group was on living your life a little better. There was a fellow in there who had just recently got out of prison. Well, I'm talking a little bit of my introduction to the whole group. And he growled, you ever been in prison? No. How old are you? Now, at that time, I was 25. I was tempted to say, I'm almost 25 and a half, you know. But I didn't. I said, no, I haven't. And he sat back, just kind of with the same body posture as that lady on Springer. And he said, then what are you going to tell me? And I said, well, because I haven't been in prison, maybe I've made some decisions that helped me stay out of prison and could help you stay out of prison. He huffed. He didn't even say a word after that, but you could tell I didn't. I didn't move him. But he was operating out of the same thing. Now, here's a rule about people throwing that one at you. They don't want to hear what you have to say. If you say something agreeable to them, it doesn't matter then your experience, whether you've walked a mile in their shoes or even a hundred yards in there. It doesn't matter. Why? Well, because because they, they want to hear what you had to say. They like it. But if you say something that is hard for them to hear or would take effort on their part to correct or implies they could be doing something different, one of the first invalidation techniques is, have you ever? It's very common. Think about this. A priest could never help anybody in a marriage. Could never help anybody with their children. Probably could never help a woman because they've never been a woman. Same with me. I've never been in trouble with the law. I've never taken drugs. I was never out of control adolescent. I'm not in my 20s anymore. So my size of client base would be restricted to older psychologists who've been married once with a bunch of kids and who are religious. Now, that's a pretty small niche. Sometimes you don't want people who have had your experience. Say, for example, that your marriage is falling apart. Do you want to go to somebody for advice who's had two marriages fall apart? I mean, you know they've experienced it. Is that who you want to go to? You want to go to a therapist who's been divorced three times? Doesn't really like the opposite sex? 
You know, they've experienced what you've experienced. As a matter of fact, they've experienced a triplet, triple. They have had three failed marriages. Yours is only on the edge. Hey, you want to hear what they have to say? How objective would they be? How good would their advice be? Why didn't they follow it in their own marriages? They were the common denominator. So, keep in mind, one, don't do that to anybody. Don't say to anybody, well, have you ever? Don't, don't, that, that makes no sense. Likewise, if somebody says that to you, here's what they're really saying. I don't want to hear what you have to say. That's the translation. More of Dr. Ray's Manologues can be found on his website, drray.com. Manologues, as well as full-length programs of The Doctor Is In, can be heard at AveMariaRadio.net and EWTN.com slash radio.